Hello there. Hello. Welcome to It's a Shame. Our podcast about shame. And how we want to destroy it. <laughs> we want to destroy shame and the patriarchy and... So many things. The police state and <laughs> we could just go on and on and on. <laughs> on that note, I'm Lily Rogers. I'm Danielle Nelson. Thanks, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. If you're uh, coming back, welcome back. If you just found us, hello. Mm-hmm. We're glad you found us. Yes. Um, we uh, were, this is in our three, third season, mm-hmm. third season episode three. So oh, yeah, that's right. yeah, this is like the trifecta <laughs> episode. It's all threes. It's all threes. Um, <laughs> and I would like to, I'd be remiss if I didn't... Uh, say that we are putting Paolo right up against the gun tonight and we usually drop on a Tuesday but it's been crazy and we're recording on a Monday night Yeah, and Lily is so devoted to the podcast that she is podcasting on her anniversary. (laughs) Yeah, it's my four year wedding anniversary today. Congratulations. Thank you. But I mean, it's also a Monday and so, and it's COVID. So what do you do really? We Mm -hmm. were going to go to, um, our favorite like little wine bar and they have food too. Um, but I don't feel comfortable eating inside restaurants and so yeah. I have like a couple of like little chairs and tables outside, which is really nice. So we're like, Oh, maybe we could do that and just get a bottle of wine and take it easy and watch the sunset. But they're not open on Mondays. Oh, the so worst. <laughs> we're just kind of like, Meh. I'm like, I'll just podcast. We can celebrate tomorrow. Like, yeah. Uh, nothing matters anymore right yeah it's like so funny like we Lily came over and like we had Jamie and I had just gotten through cleaning the kitchen which was like a whole endeavor after a very fun weekend in which we all learned how to shuck oysters oh yes that's right the big oyster shucking of 2020 and it was super fun and so there was still some debris uh that was needing needing to be cleaned up we got rid of all the fishy smelling stuff that night but there was just still stuff around so today we we're cleaning and I was like, we are not cooking. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things. Like, especially if it's hot and I clean my kitchen, I'm like, yeah, I'm not making dinner now. No, no, hell no. Cause then yeah, you have to like turn on the stove or the oven and also then do the dishes after that. And it's just like, no, it's yeah. too much. Well, it's like, it's so funny. Cause like you, you generate all of these dishes and then you clean them and then you make dinner and you're like, guess what? Whole new batch of dishes. And depending on the dish you prepare, like maybe as many as when you started with before Ugh. you. Yeah. So exactly. all but, of this to say it's takeout night. Oh yes. That sounds delightful. Yeah. I, I'm not mad at that. I will say that the oyster situation was so fun because it was like something totally different. I'd never eaten oysters at home before. So mm-hmm. that means we haven't had oysters in months. Um, so it was nice to be able to do that. Also like kind of look at the process and see that it's not as complicated as it seems at first. Yeah. You guys were doing a really good job. It was, I was surprised at how like, um, fun it was. Like I I thought like for some reason I just imagined it would be dangerous. I would be, who can tell that I have anxiety? I was like, (laughs) it's going to be dangerous. Somebody's going to injure themselves. Like I I was super worried about the safety element. I also like read extensively about like how to keep them cold and like, and then I found out like you can't put them in fresh water, you know, like all of these things that I didn't even really think about, like, would I enjoy shucking them? And then I did. I loved it. It was like super fun. And there, I mean, you know, we, we did it with a friend, Mm -hmm. um, 
who, if you are so inclined, you can check him out on the socials. He's a friend of ours who's an artist. He has a sardine bar called Oslo Sardine Bar, uh, Max Daly. He's also a pretty funny guy. Delightful um, human. Delightful human. And uh, he, he's a man of the sea. Yeah. So uh, he was the perfect person to uh, to kind of take on this endeavor with. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was just a good time. And, and, you know, the reason I bring him up is he, he put it really well when he's like, they just taste better when you shuck them yourselves yeah. or when yourself and then you just like pop it in your mouth. Yeah. It's, it's true. There was something about it, like the, the instant gratification and yeah, it was just delightful. It was like, it, you know, we were in your backyard and you got that like new table. It's like long and family style. And it was just really fun to just sit outside and yeah, it was good. Enjoy some fresh foods. Yeah. You know, that's the little ta- things these days. That table is such a, like, a weird, um, I got it from Ikea. They were having, like, a sale. I've been wanting, like, an outdoor table. But I wanted something that I could put leaves in or extend that it was big enough if we had a bunch of people and we wanted Mm -hmm. to, like, play a game or play cards, you know, when the world is like that again. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, if it was just Jamie and I, like, it wouldn't be too big that I could take the leaves apart and we could, like, eat outside or hang out or whatever. Yeah. Um, and this morning I was like, I looked out the window and I saw it and I was like, that was such an impulse purchase. Like, uh, and I was kind of like giving myself a hard time about it. And then I thought back to that oyster shucking and like all of us sitting together, mm-hmm. but far enough apart that it was like, we all kind of felt like socially distanced yeah. and yeah, it was, it was good. It was really nice. No, I think that, I mean, yeah, it's hard because I've recently purchased some things for my house, too, and I always have that sort of, like, guilt if I spend yes. any amount of money on myself. But then I'm like, I, I'm because one of the reasons that I did it is that I bought a desk for myself. So, like, in our second bedroom, I'm going to make an office because we're not going to go back to our work office anytime soon. No. And, you know, that is just a complete thing of the past. So I was like, I've been working at my dining room table, like in my dining room, like, you know, it's sort of in the middle of my house and it's just my monitor and my laptop. And it's just always there yeah. like out reminding yeah. me of work. I have no place to like set down work and put it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I, I got a desk. Uh, I, um, also I'm going to be putting a, AC unit in the window in there because it's like live in large. Place. I just feel like once it gets super hot, I'm like, How no, you're gonna, gonna need it. Yeah, you're gonna need it. Yeah. So then I also got like a cozy rug for in there, and it's super soft and plush, and like it makes me just it ties everything together, and it makes me happy. But like, yeah, spending some money on stuff, it feels like indulgent. It does. Stuff is I'm the same way, especially like house stuff for some reason for me. Like if I didn't get it for like $50 at a thrift store, I'm just like, Oh my God, this was like such a huge purchase. Well, that's the other thing too. Cause I kept like wanting to be able to go to like Goodwill or whatever and just like find some like weird old desk. But I was just like, no, it's we not. Can't we can't do, do that, that right, right now. now. I know. I was looking on Craigslist for outdoor furniture and it was the same kind of thing. And I'm like, all of it needed like maintenance and yeah. fixing. And like, I was like, okay, number one, I'm buying shit that's already broken that I'm going to have to fix. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to bite the bullet. It's on sale. I've been wanting it. And, and it'll now have it and you'll use it. Yeah, and exactly. And it'll pay for itself. In that's that, right. So. And the last time I bought any kind of outdoor furniture was like, least five years ago more than that and it's still serving a great purpose and it was worth it and this table's the same thing so yeah I mean I just feel like I know that we've talked about this before like with our shopping episode and stuff just kind of like that shame involved in like in like splurging a little or it seems like it's splurge because it's more than like 
a hundred dollars. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. And so you get that sort of like, oh, feeling. But now that we're just, you know, we're in our houses so much more, we have to make them spaces that are usable as like a workspace and a living space and as cozy as possible. And like, we're trying to get more plants and just make it like, And you bring up a really good point about like creating a space that's differentiated for you for work. Yeah. I mean, because one thing that has been like affecting mental health that I've, I've heard about from clients and like I've experienced it personally is we just, we work at home. We live at home. We try to have enjoyment at home and relaxation at home. Like it's all happening here. So the more you can like create spaces that are like, like you said, like you can just leave it in that room. You can like psychologically be like, I'm putting this down. I'm closing this door. Right. And that's a really nice luxury to have, you know, for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, it it feels really lucky to have a second bedroom, you know, to even be able to do that in. And I'm like, so I should just, I should be using it. Like, I think it's awesome. Lucky to have this. I should use that space. And I, I hope that it sort of starts to make me feel a little bit more like, yeah, when I'm done with work, I don't have to look at it anymore. I wish we had like a tax consultant we could call because I'm wondering if people are working from home and if they're going to be able to write off certain expenses. I'm thinking about that Yeah, because there are a lot of people who have been spending money for like using their home internet for example Mm -hmm. using their personal cell phones yeah um you know jamie is sitting at the dining room table and if he can't get his stuff from work like within a week or two i'm like this is silly like we're just gonna buy you a nice office chair we're gonna get you the ergonomic stuff you need because like you said you're not going back to work anytime soon yep yeah and i've been you know yeah you just need to make yourself as comfortable as possible because that's another thing too just like sitting all day in chairs that aren't meant for that like that's right yeah yeah and then it affects like your physical health your mental health Mm -hmm. it's like all tied together so yeah (laughs) so this is us telling you if you have the wherewithal to spend a little extra money to make your space a little bit more cozy especially if it's like an area that you're trying to like flag off for a different purpose Mm -hmm. like so worth it yeah yeah. I have a client who lives in a studio and she did something that's so innovative. She and her partner took um, large boxes that things had come in and they made her like a little office. Oh, cute. Like they had like put the cardboard walls up and oh, she like decorated them and like, <laughs> but I think like people are having to get creative yeah, in that yeah. kind of way. Like, especially if you live in like a studio, but you need a place to work, totally. you know? Yeah. I, I end up looking at apartment therapy a lot and be like, okay, so like, what can I get some home? inspiration like some home office inspiration from this yeah yeah that's that's really creative I love that yeah Hmm. yeah I mean other than that it's been you know kind of the same same old shit same old same shit different day (laughs) yeah somebody said recently my therapist said um it's all Wednesday Ew, yeah. And that, like, resonated with me so hard. She's uh-huh. like, even a good Saturday is a Wednesday. And I was like, fuck, yes, it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's just Wednesday. Yeah. We're just right in the middle. Like, it's neither the beginning of the week nor the end. It's just Wednesday. And it it's all like, kind of flows into. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's, it's getting more and more bizarre. Yeah, for sure. It's just, and every time, I don't know, like my mood will change a little bit. And I'm like, oh, this is an interesting new mood. And I'm like, things just keep getting weirder and a little bit darker. Yes. <laughs> and like, 
you know. Don't you kind of feel like you're bobbing out at sea? Yeah. Like, and then sometimes you're sucked under the current, and then sometimes you're floating on. The, like, totally. it's just like you're just, but you're adrift the whole time. Yes. And it's like sometimes, like I can't keep my head above the water, and I'm like, oh god. But then other times, I'm like, okay, like I can kind of see the horizon, and yeah. Yeah. Yes, and like sometimes it's just like, oh yeah, this is fine. And then sometimes it's like, oh, my God, I'm dying. (laughs) It's like, what's happening? My favorite is, like, the, um, the, like, quick onset panic that Uh leaves usually just as fast. Yeah. But it's so intense when I'm in it where I realize what's happening, the scope of what's happening. Yeah. The potential long-term effects. And, like, my heart starts racing and I'm like, I'm going to have a fucking panic attack. Yeah. And then I, like. I think my my brain does itself a favor and, like, disassociates or something. Because I don't stay in those moments very long. Yeah, I think that I haven't really been either. But it's weird how they'll, like, hit and you're just like, oh, God, what do I do with this? Like, I had that recently. So we went camping. And um, we went up to this um, mountain town called Idlewild. It's, like, a couple hours outside of San Diego. And I have been there before, but mostly just staying in cabins and... Um, I'd never camped there before, but I love it because it's just this like small little village on top of this mountain. And it just seems it has always felt like a world away to me because it's so different from San Diego where like it has tall pine trees and it's really mountainy and Mm -hmm. like it snows up there and all that. So I just have it in my mind as like this safe little oasis. And so it was really weird, like driving through town and like seeing the townspeople with masks on and stuff. and, And then it just sort of hits you. There's nowhere. There's, there's nowhere, nowhere in the world. There's nowhere that you can go. Where well, there's starting isn't to be happening. Like well, New Zealand, you know what I mean? Like well, we the, can't go there. We can't. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're fucked. Yeah. In terms of like the United States, yeah. The Estados Unidos is fucked. fucked. Like, yeah, I there's know. nowhere for us to go, and no one wants us. Yeah. Well, I don't blame. And me. it's not getting any better. No. See, that's what I mean. That's the panic. I yeah. think part of the panic too is it's the spiral. Yeah. Because things have gone from like oh yikes to like oh my fucking god you know like it is really amplified because you really start thinking about it and you're like this could have been prevented and then there's this whole other layer on top of all of it for me which is like rage and fury Mm -hmm. at this administration and how they've completely like dropped the ball and just there's nobody there to protect you they didn't even have the ball yeah they took the ball and were like what ball there's a ball (laughs) exactly and then he's like i have the i make the greatest balls i hold balls better than anyone (laughs) i am a ball i'm a man woman ball ball (laughs) tv camera ball (laughs) word association with a stable genius oh my god yeah it it is It's, it's just terrifying and then yeah it just I that feeling of especially also when you stay in your house for so long yeah and you kind of get that like I haven't left my bubble in a really long time and then you do a little bit and then it's like oh god go back in go back inside yeah I um god where was I I went somewhere oh to Ikea to buy the table and I realized I forgot my mask Mm -hmm. and I had one in my bag because I keep an emergency one but it's like a super uncomfortable one and I was just like Am I going to keep forgetting my mask? Like, is it Freudian? Like, I don't want to overanalyze it, but I'm also like, I just don't think about it. So, you know, from Broad City, Jamie and I always say phone, keys, wallet. Mm -hmm. We're leaving the house. Oh, now you have to add mask. Yes. Now we have, we were joking that now we have to add like phone, keys, mask, wallet, Uh you know? (laughs) Absolutely. It's, yeah. Like when we leave the house, I have to ask Stephanie, like, do you have your mask? Yeah. 
And I, um, yeah, I keep a spare one in my purse. I should keep another one in my car. But, yeah, it's uh, there's been times where I've been like, oh, my God, did I forget it? Mm-hmm. And you just don't want to be that person. And, like... We were washing ours. I always keep, like, a spare. Like, after we went camping, like, a lot of them smelled like smoke. So I did Mm -hmm. a ton of laundry. So I did, like, I washed all the masks that could be washed. And that's what happened is, like, they were all in the wash. And then, like, I had, like, one of the, like, little hospital ones that I keep in the bottom of my bag. Thank God I had it because I was, like, I guess I'd have to try to go somewhere and buy one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then, like, buying something when you're not wearing a mask feels weird. Yeah, exactly. And then I, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) oh gosh such strange times very such strange times it's that's just another thing too of like just seeing everybody in their masks and just being like this is we all like affect one another like absolutely disgusting humanness where you know our droplets and whatnot i'm like my god we're kind of gross like humans are a little bit disgusting isn't it crazy how you start thinking about all the things you did before that you were like yeah like how many people's like moisture was i everywhere all the time yeah yeah it's it's crazy when you really start to think about it and when you're like and just, like, the ways that you would touch people and interact with people. And there were so many. Let me share. Let me have a sip of that. I want to try oh, that. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I don't have any cooties. Oh, drink. don't worry. Or, like, whatever, eating off someone's plate. Or yeah, yeah. hugging a stranger. Or, yeah. Um, yeah, just, oh, my God. I mean, we could go on and on. I mean, I've always disliked close talkers. So I guess mm-hmm. that this is a really good cure for that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Like, hopefully people learn face. lessons. And I'm also not a hugger, so I'm kind of glad that that doesn't have to happen anymore also. Yeah, I'm so glad people, hopefully people side. will cool it on the hugging. Yeah, like we don't all need to hug We don't need to Hello. hug we don't all need to the hug time. I've never been much of a hugger. Like there's like a time it. and a place for it for me. Like sometimes if it's like really, if I'm really happy to see someone or something really yeah. good happened. Right. Or like it's a way for me to like reach out and create a physical connection with someone. Like if we've had a tough moment, we've yeah. worked, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoy hugging when it's like a meaningful transaction right i don't need to hug everyone when i'm leaving a party i, I don't need to hug everyone when i'm leaving the restaurant yeah. like i don't need to it's hug too, yeah i i would always just get like so that's why i love an irish goodbye because i'm just like i don't want to have to do the round where i have to hug every i always joke that it's here. like it's like a um like a wedding like reception lineup yes. or like a gre- where you have to have something to say to each person oh, and it. i'm like i don't i'm just leaving for the love of god yeah, I like i don't need and and like you guys know I'll see you I, again probably pretty soon yeah and i care for all of you deeply and mm. you know this mm. like because i don't hug you doesn't make that any less like mm-hmm. yeah it's there <laughs> so yeah that's one that's one positive cool it on the hugging the hugging and the close talking yeah <laughs> yeah never again get up out of my space <laughs> maybe we've just cured ourselves from the hugging culture yeah now you know maybe moving forward we can just be like yeah um that's something i learned during corona is that i'm really just not a hugger yeah I'm good without. Thanks, though. Yeah. Also, social distancing. Like, I'd like you to continue to keep your distance from me. <laughs> yeah. That would make me feel a lot Six better. Six feet is a really comfortable distance. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't <laughs> mind me just pulling out the tape measure that's in my purse, and I'm going to make sure you're six feet from me. I mean, that is weird to think about, though. Like, if this ever ends, <laughs> um, what's that going to feel like? Because we're so used to it now. I don't know. That it's just going to, I almost can't remember. I mean, I can, obviously, because I lived most of my life without corona. But 
I mean, it's hard to really think about what it feels like just to feel like casual about being around people and going into like crowded spaces. Yes. Like it's going to be really, really strange, like years down the road. If you know, think about Palm Spring. Okay. Like I just want you to envision that put this little visual image in your mind. It's going to blow your mind. I had it the other day and I was like, wait, 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 wait. I lived that way. Uh Us at that bar with music videos and Palm Springs bar is five deep, four deep, hugging people, meeting strangers, talking to people. It was toward the end of the afternoon. We'd been kind of drinking during the day. The music was playing. The crowd was fabulous. And it was still small. I mean, Palm Springs Pride is, like, small. But I just was thinking about myself in that environment. And, like, when you were talking about, like, moisture and spit and yeah. bodily I'm like can, and we're all sweaty and people are in tank tops and yeah. shirtless and yeah. dancing and like sweats flying from their hair and you're just like totally. I like pictured that environment and my head almost exploded yeah. I was like oh wow. my god what does that feel like yeah and I'm like <laughs> yeah. when will we do that again yeah I know it's funny because um some friends are talking and so uh for those of you who are not from San Diego or South Park uh the Whistle Stop Bar had this night called Booty Basement, which would just, like, it would get packed, packed, packed. The, the it was, like, booty on booty. Yeah. And then the dance floor was always, like, super tight and packed. And uh, one of our friends was like, oh, like, I I kind of miss it. Because we all hated it. We were like, ugh, because it was, like, our neighborhood bar would just get, like, run over with people. And, like, and we 20-somethings like, who were, like, learning how to drink. Exactly. So we were always just like, oh, God, it's Booty Basement night. Can't go to the Whistle Stop. But, you know, one of our friends was just like, I would take booty basement right now. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's saying something. Yeah. that That's a that's a true commitment of, like, people everywhere, shoulder to shoulder to shoulder. Let's talk about sweating and spitting on each other, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and just the sweat. The yeah. sweat of a, a bar that where there's dancing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On that um, uplifting uh, and not yeah. gross at all note, um, yeah. do you have brand new information this week? I do actually have brand new information, and it's funny because I found it so long ago, and I was originally so excited by this, uh, and now I'm like, eh, I guess it's kind of interesting, but I'll see what you think. So I was cruising on Twitter, and somehow I came across this um, tweet from this guy. Uh, his name is Sage Boggs, um, and the tweet just says, okay, buckle up. I want to talk to you about Trisket. And I was like, that's intriguing. So I was like, I'm going to click on this thread. Have you? No, no. Okay, so it's really hilarious because he's like, okay, so I was at this party and uh, there was a box of Triscuits and we were like, what the fuck does Triscuit mean? Hmm. And they're like, okay, so it must mean biscuit. It's a play on biscuit, right? Sure, sure. And so then it's like the whole, like the main theory was that it means like try biscuit. Like, because the, the box says, like, oh, we started with three simple ingredients. And he was like, but it was bugging me. He's like, because there's more than three ingredients. And, like, yeah. why would they call it Trisket? Like, try biscuit? What? No. He's like, that can't be right. So he reached out to Trisket. And they were like. <laughs> I love this person already. Right? And they were like, oh, thanks for your interest. But um, no business records have survived that explain the origins of our. What? Yeah. And he was like what and they're like but we can just tell you that try does not mean three we know that much 
basically. And he's like, how can you know that it doesn't mean three, but you don't know what it yeah, means? And this is, like, Triscuit is playing some mind yeah. games, and I am not okay and with this. And he was this. like, this is going to drive me fucking insane. So he does some deep diving fucking crazy-ass research, and he found these old Triscuit ads, and they look like they're from, like, I, I don't, like the early 1900s, maybe. Oh, my God. Triscuit is old. Yeah. And so, because this was like... God, my guess would have been early 70s. No. They're like old, old. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, I guess it started, like maybe the company, I, I might be getting this wrong. I think it started in Niagara Falls. And Niagara Falls mm-hmm. is like a big producer of electricity. Uh-huh. And so, their whole ad campaign was like, these crackers are baked by electricity. Yeah. These are electrically fried biscuits. Yeah. Right, because, like, that was a selling point in the 1900s, I guess. Yeah. You're like, ooh, technology, technology biscuits. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Triscuits, the technology biscuits. So he was like, oh, shit, electricity biscuit. Electricity biscuit. Whoa. Triscuit. Whoa. And so he writes to them, and Triscuit goes, oh, yeah, we had to go all the way up. Whatever that means. I guess they weren't doing their research before. And we can confirm it means electricity biscuit. And he okay. was like, we solved the internet. Also, Triscuit, I have some questions. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, y'all have people who are in jobs, I assume, like strategy um, and people who work on, like, what does it mean as a brand? Right. If y'all are like, oh, our records got destroyed, yeah, we, don't we don't know. know. <laughs> and then somebody's like, oh, I did maybe a couple hours worth of research. And found your old advertisement. And, and found some old adverts <laughs> that lead me to believe it might be, like, the electricity biscuit. And they're like, hang on. Yeah. Let's call that dude that has the answer, but we just figured whatever. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, what do you mean you went up the chain? Like, I thought your records, Triscuit, yeah. you got some explaining They're to like, do. Our records were destroyed, meaning we don't care to... It also seems look. shady. It's, it's like, so we don't want to look into it. But it was hilarious because then, you know, after he, it was like this whole Twitter thing and people were like, mind blown. And so then Triscuit, like, reached out to him and sent to him, like, 400 boxes of Triscuit. Oh, that's amazing. And they were like, Okay, so uh, they wrote him a note that was like, Hi, Sage, you did it. You figured out a hundred plus year old mystery. And for that, please enjoy some delicious electricity biscuits. <laughs> and then it says, uh, Yeah, we threw in some of our old flavors to help you pass the time and maybe solve some other snack mysteries. I love this person. I hope they continue to solve snack mysteries I know, right? because I am here for it. I know. Electricity yeah. biscuits. Yeah. Who would have ever guessed? Because Not you would me. never think. Yeah. Because baked with electricity is a total bullshit. Like. Yeah. It's like that. It, it reminded me very much of that Mad Men episode where um, he's talking about Lucky Strike and he's like, oh. They're toasted. toasted. Yeah. They're yeah. Yeah. with electricity. Yeah. They're <laughs> baked with electricity. <laughs> so anyway, I went on a Twitter thread about Triscuit Crackers and it paid off because I was like, that's fucking fascinating. Don't you love a good Twitter thread yeah. when at the other side of it, you're just like, what? Well, I, it was just... It, I, I never would have clicked on something about Triscuits, except I just loved, okay, buckle up. I'm going to talk to you about Triscuit. And I was like, you have my attention. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that should be the opening line for the next great American novel. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> We're going to talk, talk to about Triscuits. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here. My feet are propped. Let's do this. Yeah. When somebody writes the great American novel about 2020, they're going to be like, 
buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shit happened. 2020 is coming at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, wow, that's a really good brand new information. Yeah, it was fun. I was like, this is kind of delightful. My Okay, I'll do, I didn't have a brand new information, but while we're talking Twitter threads and Twitter information, mm. um, Twitter-mation, <laughs> um, so this is a topic of shame for me, and, but, and, 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 but, and, but, and, <laughs> but, and, but, 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 and, um, <laughs> I, I have a, a very unfortunate crush on a celebrity that I have had for many years, and rewatching The Office has brought it, like, up again and I'm very triggered by my own self. Oh no, please don't say. It is. No. It's BJ Novak. No. I know. It's so unfortunate. I hate it, him so much. I, look, I do too. <laughs> it's like an act of self-loathing to find the man attractive. Yeah, that's, yeah. And here's the thing. He's not even that good looking. Uh-uh. Like I, I'm not even, I don't He's know what it is. buggy little eyes. I know and he's not even, I'm not that. I, it and just I was, seems like a real Dick. He's totally a dick. So anyway, brand new information. Yeah. One of the writers I follow on Twitter, I want to say her name is Ariel Dumas. I may be getting that wrong, and I apologize if that's the case, especially since I'm talking about gossip. She threw out a little tidbit that a while ago, she had, a couple of years ago, she had named some men who were, like, pretty slimy. Mm. And this was a couple months ago when we were, like, outing a lot of these really hateful, misogynistic male comedians mm-hmm. um, who were super sleazy with underage girls. Mm. Um, and she threw out a couple names, and one of them was BJ Novak. Shocker. I, right? I was not surprised at all so then this is where the brand new information happens i i follow bj novak on instagram and so i went to his instagram page and i was like i bet he follows a lot of shady like young Uh influencers tons of course he does tons and And i was like he's sliding into their yes yes he's sliding into their dms like Mm -hmm. like a predator in the night Mm -hmm. and so I, I mean, I'm ashamed of the crush, but I'm also happy to admit, brand new information, that I, I thought he was taller than he is. He's, I, we're the same height. That's, that yeah, did. That, he seems like a real short guy. I don't know why I pictured him being tall. No. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think you have a very skewed perspective of what he looks like. <laughs> no, to me, he's a bug-eyed, short, little, angry pervert. Yeah, <laughs> me too now. I'm over the crush, and I'm like... Oh, good. But then I had to admit to myself, well, you know, at the time, I was very much... And when I met my husband, I remember one of the first lines I told him is I was like, you're kind of like a, a like a Seth Meyer bj Novak hybrid. And, um, I'm leaning way more Seth Meyers. Yeah, I, I now realize that. <laughs> and so I've, like, I've been like, wait, like, there are so many other, like, delightful like Jewish men for you to have crushes on and um Mm -hmm. thankfully I just recently watched Palm Springs and I'm very happy to admit that um I I have BJ Novak's books of stories I've never read them I think I'm just gonna get rid of them I don't think I'm gonna read them I think he's kind of a pretentious yeah yeah he's kind of the worst and I really want to I I don't even want to unpack what that crush is about um, because that's that's not worth my time right now. <laughs> but I will say, Andy Samberg yes. is aging beautifully. And he just, he strikes me as a delightful human. A delightful human. Well, he's married to Joanna Newsom. So it's like, yeah. come on. Right. She plays the harp. Yeah. She's I mean, like. What is their house like? Beautiful. Beautiful. I, mean, I, I just mean the vibes. 
Yeah. I was like, I found it. It was another brand new information. Apparently they bought this beautiful home that was built like in the twenties by some kind of like theological society. And it's everything you would imagine. It's like the most, and it's like in the Hollywood Hills. So brand new information listeners. Apparently I'm spending a lot of time doing celeb research. Um, You know me, if I can't sleep, I'm going to have lots of facts the next day about many celebs. Oh, well, speaking of celebs and celeb research, I haven't done much yet. Um, but, um, the new Taylor Swift album. Ah, uh, yes. We are both big fans. Into it. I love it so much. And the thing is, it's so funny. I don't love Taylor Swift. I mean, she's fine. Like, she's I wouldn't call fine. myself a fan. No, I mean, I, I think some of her music is catchy and all that, but I'm just not like a super pop music person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like, I would never just turn it on and be like, this is for me. Um, but fucking folklore, man. It's, it's so good. Also, like, I'm really into the whole lowercase, the lowercase uh-huh. girl. She's like a lowercase girl. And there's so much, like, 90s alt girl. Yes. Like, I, I sent my sister, so me much. too, and I sent my sister this text message, and I feel like she's like, okay, calm down. Like, this is not a fucking Sarah McLaughlin album. Um, but I was just like, oh, my God, it has, like, Sunday's vibes, and, like, Mirabal even kind of has, like, a Sarah McLaughlin feel. Like, it's so good. So then I started kind of thinking about it, and I was like, this lowercase font, a lot of the titles of the songs, like the, the instrumentation, it just feels, it feels so, it, there's there's a nostalgia. There's so much nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I think even with some of the themes, you know, and, and the imagery, like her, like all of the pictures um, that have come out, like kind of album art, I guess, mm-hmm. that go along with it, just very much feel like, a woman sort of captured in another time. Mm-hmm. Like there's ones where she's wearing outfits that kind of make you think of like maybe a woman in like the forties or fifties. I'm gesturing out the window <laughs> because we may have to do like a break. Um, we're podcasting at my house and the mailman has arrived, has arrived, which means, which means time for the dogs to go insane. Yeah. They might come unglued at any moment. They also may not. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I'll just make a mental note of the time for editing purposes <laughs> because no one wants their eardrums to go through that. And, yeah, it'll be bad. Hopefully, maybe he skips your house today. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> uh, but anyway, there's a, there's another um, picture of her where she's, like, kind of looking over her shoulder a little bit, and it's, like, really grainy black and white. And it reminds me so much of that and a St. Vincent Millay photo where she's, like, standing in the like is it a magnolia tree of a flower yes i have it yeah i used to have it framed like by my desk many months ago yeah i do too but there's just one particular taylor swift picture of folklore that just reminds me of that photo so much so it's like all these really sort of like magical ethereal like trapped in a moment like vibes and feelings and yeah i it's it was a complete escape when I listened to it. And I think that yes, that's why I love it I so agree. much. Because the storytelling is so good. And it just took me all these places where I was like, I feel like I'm getting out of my house right now. And like right? into like a world of just like dreams and yeah, like kind of fun and whimsy and wistfulness and regret and sorrow and 
happiness and, and forgiveness it's like all and this, like yeah forgiveness all that shit it's yeah so good. it's so good like and I think like I leaned like when I first listened to it um I was telling you and a very dear friend of ours he's a big fan of the the album as well and I was like you guys like I love this record but like I am seriously wanting to write like hearty letters to my preferred <laughs> exes being like look we learned a lot I hope in no way that you feel damaged by our relationship because I feel like though we've hurt each other, we have grown. Right. And I'm like, okay, this is some like COVID stir craziness. It has those vibes though, for sure. It does. Where you're like, oh, like uh, it kind of brings up stuff that you don't really tend to think about much when no. you think about your past and your ex exes, especially where you're just like, yeah, like we, there's nothing wrong with the fact that we were young and we 100% had this relationship and it didn't work out, but. And we were reckless. Like right. we were young and like we, yeah. and it was, and you know, the one, the first track on there, mm-hmm. that song gets me every it's time. A great song. I just love this idea of like when, if your wishes had been fulfilled mm-hmm. at that moment, like, she, you know, she's like, I would have wished, I wished for you mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like, there's just so much relief in looking back and like and the idea, I love the verbiage of like, wouldn't it have been fun? Yeah. I think and not like it would have been meaningful and like right, the, we would have right. it would have been fun. Like, yeah, I think that's what's so charming about that song because it's like, yeah, like looking back at being like, yeah, you weren't the one, but if you had been, it would have been, yeah, it would have been, been fun. fun. It would have been a good time. But it was, we had to be those people in order for it to continue to be fun. We right, had to right, be like right. drinking rosé with your preferred family. We had to be like those people. Anyway, I could just unpack <laughs> know, the whole album, especially that song. Like we I could don't do know. a whole episode about folklore. Yeah, we <laughs> maybe could, we, we will. Maybe we will. episode. Yeah. <laughs> COVID topics. We're going to take it album by album. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to do a little bit more research into, uh, yeah, just kind of the, because the last great American dynasty, like oh, that whole storyline. Love it. Like you were telling me a little bit about, uh, yeah, and it would just be fun to kind of like, okay, who is this person that she's talking about, and what is this storyline, and what's that house, and yeah, yeah, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so uh, talking about COVID, um, <laughs> yeah. our topic today um, is a very casual and formal. Uh, kind of the idea of things that you might have been ashamed of mm-hmm. doing, not doing, neglecting, whatever, uh, before COVID, but now living through a pandemic, living at home, working from home, not having to be out in the, the general public as much. Are there things that you're doing uh, that you are like, damn, like, I, yeah, I'm just not, yeah. or, yeah. Yeah, I mean... In terms of, like, personal hygiene. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that could go so many ways. But, yeah, yeah, I think, like, mainly, like, in terms of... Self-care. appearance. Maintenance. Yeah, body maintenance, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think that everybody's kind of going through that. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I was doing pretty well. um, And then I kind of stopped. Like, I was... I mean, I still put on makeup every day and do that whole thing because if I have to have, like, work meetings and mm-hmm. whatnot. But it's gotten sloppier. 
Yeah. I'll say that for yeah. sure. Like I'm You're just doing your makeup for the camera now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you you know the what you're like you've been zooming long enough that you're like right. I don't have to pay attention to this. It's more like this. Yeah. Well like if I don't have blush on or whatever and I'm on like a Mac camera, I just look like I might be strung out and I'm like, I don't want anyone to worry about my <laughs> mental health. <laughs> so at least I'll put some blush on and some mascara and like not look like absolute death. But you know, I mean, I've stopped wearing pants a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, um we're back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the mailman did come. Um, yeah. And so that happens. You may hear some grumbling from a chihuahua. Yeah, she's got to get out that residual rage. Mm-hmm. She has the, to have the last word. The mailman rage. Even from herself. <laughs> she had the last word, and then she's like, but I think I want to give myself the last word again because I'm a chihuahua. I'll tell you, you don't tell me, yeah. self. <laughs> I live the way I want to live, according to me. Um, yes, so we so we just lost uh, our hearing because mm-hmm. of Penny, mm-hmm. my chihuahua, but the Mailman has come, and apparently we've gotten some mail. Oof. Bills, I'm sure. Very exciting times. Yeah, always. <laughs> so anyway, you were saying uh, you're, you're. If I recall, before the the mailman catastrophe of July. <laughs> yeah, uh, just you know, not wearing pants. Oh yeah, no. Um, before I was like, oh, I'm gonna wear like button up shirts and like make myself look, and I'm like, ah, now I'm in a t-shirt, and that's fine. The only thing that I haven't, like, completely slid into, because it's been hot, too, is um, wearing, like, sleeveless shirts. And the only reason why is because we'll get into another topic of self-maintenance. Um, I, I don't shave my armpits anymore. And I I don't mind it. I think it's mm-hmm. fine. And, like, I don't mind when I see other women with armpit hair. I think it's kind of rad. Yeah. But, it, like pisses people off like and grosses them out and like it's one of like the most like you know who in my thing like like in my experience react women react more strongly to it than men do yeah it's yeah it's so weird yeah and like you just kind of get these like so you know I don't want to like lift my arms up on a call because also I learned some things about my body hair which my armpit hair gets real long and it's very very straight Mm -hmm. and it's dark and so it's it's not easy to not see. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> it's there. It's, it's yeah. Very much well, it's, there. it's it's hair. It's there. Yeah. It's hair that's there. It's hair that's Their there. Their hair. <laughs> um, yeah, it's no, like several inches long. I I um I also had my arm hair growing out, legs, and then like a couple months ago, or was it a year ago? Who knows? When I went to Palm Springs um, with uh, my in laws. Um, I shaved because mm-hmm. it was one of those things. And it's like, I don't know if I want to explain, you know what? Yeah. It, is it worth the effort of like explaining? And I feel like no one would really mention it. Right. But also my hair was pink at the time. And <laughs> I was like, like I ha- <laughs> yeah, they're just like, Danielle is not okay. Her hair is pink. She's growing she's her armpit hair. Yeah. She's really let some things go. Um, <laughs> I should have just really leaned into it and been like, I'm losing my mind. I mean, I was straight up leaning into it for a while. I mean, because I also grew up my leg hair and, oh my God, I did not realize how long my leg hair can get. And it's really funny because it's like, I call it my more trekking legs 
because it's like <laughs> only like right below my shins. It's oh, yes. like on the inside of mm-hmm. my calves. And it's like super long and dark. The reason it's like I call- leg warmers. Yeah, the reason I call it more trekking is because I'm like, oh, I come from, you know, Scotland and, you know, the British Isles ancestrally. Um, and so, like, when you're out on soggy-ass moors, you, your body's got to protect itself. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my nickname for it. But, yeah, they, they fully look like really kind of gross leg warmers. Like, long. Like, it got so long and it kept just growing. And I was like, how is this possible? <laughs> Like, when I finally shaved my legs, so I did shave my legs because I was just kind of, I was just over it. And, like, oh, the the main thing that I hated about it was, uh, so I'll have, like, uh, ceiling fans on or my floor fan, whatever. It blowing in the breeze. I feel it blowing <laughs> in the breeze. And it started to annoy the shit out of me. So I was like, this has got to go. You're like, no. Um, so, yeah, but I had to take, like, an electric, like, hair trimmer to it first before I could even, Oh, it's like, like Jamie shaving his beard. Yeah, like, 100%. he can't go in, he can't go in hot with a razor. No. Like, it's got to, like, he's got to trim it back. Yeah, and it took that level. It was pretty, it was pretty intense. Yeah, I, I... Yeah, mine is just, like, from, like, ankle to mid-shin mm-hmm. is, like, just black, wiry. Mm-hmm. And then, like, everything above it is kind of, like, clear or, like, you know, it's, like, it's just blonde. It's, like, doesn't really show. And my underarms, like, at first, I, you know, when I was growing them out, I thought they're just sparse and depressing. Well, I had never really, like, let them grow very long. And then I was like, oh, no, they really come in yeah, after, like, a punch. yeah, <laughs> week six. And boy, we're really talking about some serious hair. Well, yeah, it's funny because, um, like, my leg hair surprised me so much, which is its thickness and length and darkness that, so I remember when I was in the fifth grade, I was wearing shorts at school. And I remember this kid I went to school with, his name was Patrick. And he looked at me one day and he was like, God, you're, you're hairy. And I was mortified because, like, I didn't never even think about it, right? Of you course. Know? And so I immediately went home and asked Til him. Until some like, Patrick sh- starts mouthing off Patrick. about his societal norms. <laughs> yeah. But, so I went home immediately and, like, asked my mom if I could shave my legs. And that's when I started shaving my legs. But... When I grew them out for the You go first to school time. the next day, Patrick's like, well done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, much better. And but he's like, and <laughs> mission ch- solved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I, I have fixed this problem. No, but so, uh, yeah, so this is the first time I've grown out my leg here since the fifth grade, basically, or at least to this extent. Like, I've gone a while without shaving, but never, like, let it fully go. But then when I looked down, and I was like, God. I'm really hairy. And it kind of made me forgive Patrick a little bit. Because <laughs> I was like, he wasn't wrong. You're like, you just saw it I'm as like a child making like a base observation. <laughs> yeah. Like it wasn't a judgment call. Right. Patrick was, was like, just like. He was just like, my God, woman. <laughs> you have a lot of hair. <laughs> An alarming amount of hair. How interesting. How bizarre. How bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a really fun thing to think about that just came to my head now. What if. When we had, like, traumatic moments from our childhood, we just turn those people into Wes Anderson characters and completely rewrite the narrative. Um, done and done. <laughs> Love that. Um, I feel like that's kind of how I coped with most of my life. Like, it was, like, this disassociative, like, rewriting of my own history in my head for, like, yeah. some of the harder things. Like, it's something I've been talking about in therapy is, like, things that I would, like, tell people about my life like once I got older Mm -hmm. and it wasn't 
it wasn't, how do I put it? Um, it was basically about like growing up in a very small town, being from a very poor, like family, having like an impoverished background and having like a lot of imposter syndrome. Like when Mm -hmm. I started to have some success, like in academia and like starting to run in certain circles Uh and like, I would make things up. Mm. And, and like, I remember one of the things that would happen is I was dating a guy and he had like a really, really nice place, um, to a 20 something year old girl. Right. And, uh, I remember sliding my shoe. Anytime I go over, I would slide my shoes under his coffee table. Cause it just, and it wasn't like it was immaculate, but like it was different than the house I grew up in. And it was different from the apartment I shared with my, my female friend, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like our place. It was, it was an adult kind of mm-hmm. so and I remember lying and he was like you always do that you like push your feet shoes under the coffee table and out of nowhere I told this like real whopper I was just like you know it's from growing up I was like my mother hated a mess lies <laughs> lies my mother does not she doesn't she doesn't mind a mess let's uh-huh. put it that way uh-huh. she she's the kind of lady who like things stack up Things da 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 da. But you're right. You're like, no, I I have to tell this person that I grew up in a very like clean and proper home. Yes, I don't know what it was about, and I yeah. So anyway, why were you doing that in the first place? Tucking the shoes under. Yeah. Um, I think I liked that it was clean. Mm -hmm. I think I liked that it was neat and orderly, Mm -hmm. and I think there was something about me that like it felt like oh like he's kept this place so. So nice. I'm not gonna come in and gunk it up. Throw my my shoes all over the place. Yeah poor lady trash yeah and I also think like it was like my insecurity and again the imposter syndrome of like podunk lifestyle Um, like and there were a lot of things I did for the first time and tried for the first time and ate for the first time and was exposed to like in my 20s that you know it was just by virtue of like what I was raised with and I think that's true for everyone when you leave home you you try new things that's what happened yeah um and I think that Instead of having, like, a healthy reckoning with it and being like, yeah, this is where I'm from, like, crazy, I know. Mm. Like, I really thought, like, oh, God, somebody's going to find out at any moment that I went to this high school. And, and I a certain thing about you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, and again, like, that whole Wes Anderson thing, like, I still hadn't come to terms with the fact that, like, what those people thought of me was none of my business, and it doesn't matter. Right. It totally, doesn't matter. Totally. Like, I still... So they might as well just be, like, fun, quirky whoever. Wes Anderson characters who he, were, like are just doing their own thing also. And they're yeah. like, oh, I'm just observing. Yeah. And I might write in my journal later that I saw a young lady with the hairiest legs I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think at the time, like, they meant too much to me. Like, they yeah. were still looming large in my mind. And well, that's, like, that's the crazy thing, you know, the, like, that this topic, too. Like, things that, I mean, I was so humiliated by that. And yeah. so, I felt so much shame about it that, like, now I just have a completely different relationship with that sort of body stuff, you know, cause I, yeah. you know, being around friends and like, it, it, like my leg hair, I, I'm still talking about it. Yes. Uh, would be like popping out of my pants, like, you know, my shorter pants or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, look how long my leg hair has gotten. And I'm like, I can feel it blowing in the bridge, like whatever. I would never have let anybody see that. Mm-hmm. Like all sort of based on that your hairy comment. From yeah, when I was in the fifth grade. Well, somehow it's like a reflection of something negative about you. Like there's a judgment attached to it. Like right. you're bad because you're or like hairy. You're dirty. Women aren't supposed to be hairy. Right. Are yeah. you even a woman with all that hair? <laughs> no, right. Yeah. No. It's it's totally absolutely. And then like there are just other things like 
the other thing that has been like a COVID thing for me, my, my husband is like the ultimate diplomat because he's been, I know he's been like withholding how he really feels because I sometimes can smell myself when I forget deodorant (laughs) and I'm just like, and I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, I stink. And he's like, you never stink. And I'm just like, Okay. <laughs> like, yes, I do, because I can smell myself. Well, I mean, it's probably one of those things, too, where, you know, I always have this with the people I'm attracted to. It's very much a pheromonal thing. Okay, yeah, because I say that about him, and I don't think so, he yeah, really ever stinks. Like, like, when you're... It doesn't smell bad to you. Because yeah. Like, I would good. never tell him that he needs a shower, uh-huh. for example. Like, right. I would never be like, ooh, you smell gross. You're like, you ripe. <laughs> Need to get up in a shower, gross old thing. Um, no, like, I mean, if more for me, like, he's so, like, and he's also such a, like, he loves, um, I married a very proper man for, for me, all like uh, underarm hair, forgot my deodorant, one shower a week is good. Like, this is a man who showers every single day. And, like, when I told him we were doing this topic tonight, I was like, because he said, oh, what's tonight's topic? And I said, oh, just things like you kind of let slide during COVID and you realize like, maybe I'm okay with that. Yeah, like yeah. maybe, maybe I shouldn't have been so worried about that in the mm-hmm. first place. I said, what is it for you? And he says to me with a straight face, he's just like, I don't steam my shirts anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, because I was going to talk about how <laughs> oh, I, shower I, once a I shower once a week. And <laughs> some days I just don't brush my teeth until the night rolls around yeah. or that I haven't worn face moisturizer on my face before bed for yeah. like three months now. Oh my God. I keep falling asleep on the couch because I am having trouble sleeping. So yeah, I've been doing this thing where I take a weed gummy before bed, but then like, I'm not tired at all. And then I'm suddenly like zonked out. Mm-hmm. So like I keep falling asleep on the couch, waking up at like three in the morning and like doing a real lazy brush of my teeth. And like, I don't wash my face and I'm just like, I wake up with just like mascara everywhere. And I'm like, it's so funny because like, I, I also sometimes don't wash my face and every single time I flash back to this article I read, God knows how long ago, every time when I don't wash my face and I just do water, or, like mm-hmm. touch it up or splash it off or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's not healthy to wash your face every day. I read that one time. Like every morning when I don't wash my face, I have that thought. Like I need to reaffirm to myself yeah. that it's okay that I'm not like Oh, washing my face. That's how I justify not showering very often. Cause I'm like, well, um, you know, my hairstylist always tell me never wash your hair every day because then it doesn't like have enough like natural oil buildup in it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you could still, I have a shower cap. Like yeah. I could still shower without yeah. washing my hair, but I'm like, eh. yeah. And it's, I mean, it's kind of gross, I guess, but I've been having this thing though, because showering, I have zero distractions and like for whatever reason, I don't know why I can't just have like fun, like thoughts like Jamie does when he showers and like gets inspired to like think about like ad campaigns and stuff. Mm -hmm. Instead, I just go really dark for some reason. Like, I don't know what it is about being in the shower, but I have the same, I have the same affliction. Like I'll start thinking about people I haven't thought about in years and Mm -hmm. like, Mm-hmm. And, like, what went wrong in our friendship or yeah. relationship. And then, like, suddenly I'm in this, like, really, like, sad zone. And this yes. is why I don't shower anymore. <laughs> I'm depressed. And I think depressed <laughs> thoughts in the shower. <laughs> so I'm just not going to shower, which leads to increased depression. Yeah. Do not question me. Exactly. It's yeah. just a little bit of a spiral. But so I wasn't wearing deodorant, too. I stopped wearing deodorant. Um, and then I kind of had to start again. But... COVID definitely broke me of my addiction to antiperspirant. 
because now I'm, I'm wearing native. Mm-hmm. I need to try it. I love it so much. Like, it definitely is not an antiperspirant. Like, I'm, like, wet. There's a dampness. There's a dampness for sure, but it smells really good. Mm. Like, it always, it, it's a very, like, light, subtle scent. Um, Want to hear something gross, though? Yeah, always. <laughs> so it's like a stick deodorant, mm-hmm. which I never wore. Like, like my, the gooey? No, my antiperspirant used to be, like, the gel. Oh, this is like the, okay. Like full on like regular stick yeah. deodorant. One of my favorite deodorants of all time that I wore was a gel, and it's Lady Mitchum. So effic- oh, so effective, you could Mitchum. skip a day. Like that was in their tagline. <laughs> and it. here's what's That's hilarious: I've always been filthy because that appealed to me. <laughs> You're like, I don't. Yeah, I was like, up. I just saved ten seconds. <laughs> so it's this like stick deodorant, and because my arm hair is so. Robust. It gets like stuck on the yeah. on the top now, and like the wait. So so many of them. There's like five from each <laughs> underarm every time, and I have to like pick them off and throw them in the trash. And they're like you know super long. So I'm just like God. Even putting on deodorant right now kind of makes me feel <laughs> gross. Well, I thought you were gonna say because when I was growing out my underarm hair like one of the things that kept happening to me um was that I because I wasn't wearing like um something natural I was wearing like a a dove or whatever Mm -hmm. like an un because I have to wear like unscented you know sensitive skin hyperallergenic Mm -hmm. but um it was getting like in there like it would get like and then it would dry Uh. and then when I would go to shower I was like how do I, do I need to shampoo <laughs> this? Like, yeah. Like, should I put a conditioner on my underarm hair? Like, <laughs> flat iron it? Oh, my <laughs> like, God. I don't need to. It's so straight. Mine is straight, too. It's bizarre. Mine is straight, too. And I think, like, it's, like, legs. And, the, you know, the older I've gotten, like, it's just, it's all getting super straight. Yeah. Even the hair that, like, on the back of my head, I used to have, like, a like a tuft in the back that was super wavy, almost curly. Yeah. And the older I'm getting, it's getting more and more straight. My hair's gotten straighter, too, the older I get. It used to be, like, pretty, like, a wave to, like, a loose curl. And now yeah. it's, like, barely wavy. Yeah. And I also love that in the front, it's straight as a board and then wavy in the back. So I just oh, look like a fucking crazy person uh-huh. if I don't do something. But I don't care. Her hair. I don't care. I really don't. You know, it's like I told you today we were talking about um, you. Lily came over and um, I'm in a T-shirt that I usually wear as a night shirt. Um, and today I wore it all day. And um, I said, but I put on makeup because that's what I do. Like if I'm doing. Yeah. If I'm working in like a pajama shirt and pajama shorts and I, you know, I, I have the 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 gift, if you will, of like the screen only shows so much of me. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to, um, so, you know, and then I get cozy, like I get set up, but if I'm in my pajamas, I always put on makeup. And typically like if I get dressed for work, like I'll just put on mascara, like no, no, like me as professional. Yeah. No under eye cream, no lip gloss, nothing. But if I'm in my pajamas, I weirdly will like put on eyeliner and you know I have to overcompensate for the rest of it even though no one can see it but I know yeah 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 I mean yeah I guess whatever makes you feel I don't know kind of ready for work and I've basically become Hank Azaria and um the birdcage oh my god I love that because I have not done a therapy session in shoes since like March. And then when I went into my office last week for the first time since COVID, 
I sat down in my chair and I was like, I'm going to try to set everything up really professionally. I was like, let's just see how the vibe changes. And instinctively, mm-hmm. I took my shoes off <laughs> as soon as I walked in the office. And then I put them like by I'm the seven. chair, by my chair, because I thought, okay, like I'm set up now. I'm going to sit in the chair. I've got everything. I'll put my shoes on right before, but you know, I'm going to be quiet. No, I was like the whole time I like looked at the shoes right before I started my first session of the day. And I was like, I can't wear these. So now I'm like, if we go back to normal, oh, I'm like, how am I going to do gonna therapy with shoes on? <laughs> just slippers. Yeah, I can't imagine like sitting across from my therapist. No, no, no one should have to. I'm going to have to resolve this. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Like, I don't wear shoes anymore very often anymore. Yeah. And I remember I was just wearing these slides for a while, which is so hilarious because I'm like a laced up boots type of person mm-hmm. and I always have been and like that's I what like, I picture you in. I like wearing socks and I like wearing laced up shoes or zip up boots or whatever just like a big sturdy shoe if you were like a car- if you were like a cartoon caricature and I had to be like like what is Lily wearing like on your feet would be like a pair of like lace up boots yeah like that is Absolutely. like what you are wearing in my mind is like that's what she wears yeah so it's really funny that for a while, like, I was just, like, wearing these slides because I don't, yeah, I don't, like, I don't like a lot of my skin exposed. I don't know why. I, I, that's maybe a topic for another day. But I feel weird without, like, socks on in public. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like. So does stuff. Jamie. He's like, no one needs to no look at my feet. Need, oh, that's No true. one's asking for that. Yeah. I always say that, like, my toes, well, especially now I don't, like, get pedicures and I don't really even do my own toenails like it's just so they're all just like <laughs> I know tell me about looking. it and like my feet are kind of like wormy at the best of times like what I mean by that is like my toes are really long I basically say that my toes look like if worms had bones oh that's what my toes I share like. that with you though <laughs> like my second toe like I've had like friends and like exes joke that like my second toe is like a finger yeah because mine's it's way longer way than, longer yeah, yeah. uh-huh yeah we both have that that's funny yeah. I Which, know. by the way, listeners, maybe this could, should have been my brand new information. If you are insecure about your second toe being longer than your big toe, if you look at Roman and Greek statues, if an Italian friend of mine told me this years ago, because she has the same thing and she was insecure about it, um, all of the gods and goddesses in those sculptures, their second toe is always longer. Interesting. And it was considered a sign of great beauty. All right. Well, mm-hmm. hey, times change, so let's let's mm-hmm. let's take back that second long toe. I and on that <laughs> note, when you were talking about like not feeling like you can't show your feet, mm-hmm. I swear to you, I feel like ever since she told me that, I've been very comfortable in sandals. Yeah, you're like, Look at how beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucking stunning. <laughs> I don't I know if you God knew this. <laughs> I am basically carved of marble. <laughs> 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 yeah oh my god yeah I mean it's it's weird though because it's how how things have kind of like shifted a little bit and changed a little bit I just yeah the shoe thing and just kind of leaning into some stuff that maybe you would have thought that people would be like oh god like this is really gross and you're just kind of like COVID though COVID though also bras yeah I feel like we're having a real movement as women and like maybe we should be like a unifying force to really talk about where are we at with bras lady where are we at with bras because I mean I I have a larger bust and I've been trying to wear like non underwire bras but still I you know I don't want things flip-flopping like when we went camping like I bought like like a soft 
comfortable bra. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they're not designed well because they still, they, they flatten, they become one. They, I would just love a comfortable non-wired bra. Like, you know, cause I want things like, I want to be able to like put a tent together without getting a black eye from my (laughs) boob. You know what I mean? Like, but I also, I don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I know. I mean, and that's the thing that's, weird too because it's still like I put a bra on to come over here I wasn't wearing one all day which I think is interesting that we both acknowledged we put on bras for each other yeah as we sit here and complain about how we don't want to wear bras because I think it's just one of those things where you're like I don't want to make somebody else feel uncomfortable and the thing with that is that it's like boobs are just such that even you know in like this black shirt that I'm wearing like you could see definition of, like, nipple or, like, yeah. the way that it, like, hey, I, like, I don't know, whatever. It's maybe a little too intimate where it's, like, I didn't mean to remind you of my nipples. But, yeah. <laughs> but here they well, are. Well, you never have to worry about it with me um, uh, because if they show up, I'm, like, oh, there's nipples. And then, like, if <laughs> they don't no, show up, I'm, nipples. like, you know, it's, it's just fine, you know. Um, for me, it was mostly that, like, the shirt I'm wearing is, like, comes to, like, my, my belly button when I'm standing and I didn't have a bra on and then I'm, like, you know, I don't know that if I rose my arms, you wouldn't get, like, a little underboob peakage. And, like, that could be a whole situation. Remember when underboob was the new cleavage? <sighs> Why didn't I embrace it? Because, <laughs> no, especially right. with bikinis, like, nothing has ever really fit me. They've always been too big. I re- That should have been my moment. But I always, I can't do it. It yeah. looks distasteful to me. I'm like, it just looks like it doesn't fit. I just don't want people for me no judgment on anybody else at me in that way yeah I, I don't know I'm, I'm usually very covered up I just don't feel comfortable with a lot of exposed skin and I guess I also am not comfortable with like exposed uh, what what I call it silhouette you mean boob. you mean like side boob no I, I mean like if oh, can, like, like being able to see, see the it, definition of like it, like see that that's a nipple through the right, shirt, as right. opposed to like there's a mound of flesh yeah, there. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. Okay, but it's also really uncomfortable to wear bras. So who knows what the right answer is? There isn't one. There isn't they've one. really they've painted us into a corner. Yeah, right. And I, that's why I'm like, we really just got to figure Maybe out. We, we got our pasties. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it's pasties um, all day. I mean, yeah, for me, pasties wouldn't really fix anything. I'm just like, how do I, yeah, maybe I need to invent a bra. I mean, why hasn't bra technology advanced? Well, according to Third Love and all oh, these other ones. Well, so I got Third Love bra, and it was like, what is your bra size and all these other brands that you wear, whatever. And so I get there. I, maybe it's the COVID-15 or whatever that I've put on, but I was just like, but my other bra of this size still fits. And so I ordered one in the size that fits me in all of my other bras, way too small. Yeah. Their cup sizes are small. They run small, ladies, if you get a third love. So I still haven't returned it, but I need to because it's a, like a $68 bra that doesn't fit me. And it's worth it when you have a good one. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it it's so like hard. It might be comfortable. But... It's hard to try one on, or sorry, it's hard to not try one on yeah. and buy it. Like yeah. I can imagine buying a bra online. I've tried a couple times and it's just been like a massive fail. Yeah. Unless it's like this one that I'm wearing that like I got from Jeff Bezos 
fucking devil lair of Amazon. <laughs> um, but I, I needed one right before we went camping. But it, it it does this thing where, like, it pushes my boobs back and out to the side. Oh, yeah. So they kind of, like, stick out on the sides. And then you can and, feel them in your armpits. Yeah, a little bit. Or just kind of, yeah. And it's like... That's what the underwire does. Yeah, is it kind of like keeps everything keeps like pushed forward? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's funny because um, I don't. For some reason, my Mac um, camera is really like wide angle, and mm-hmm. so I have to position it certain ways when I'm on work Zoom calls, mm-hmm. so that you can't see. Like you can only see from like above my boobs. Mm-hmm. Up. Mm-hmm. Because, like, sometimes you can see more, and I'm just like, mm, I'm not wearing a bra right now. I don't really want my workmates in on this situation. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. It's been harder and harder to, like, put one on. Yeah. Like, and oh, it, I have to strap into this thing. And then when you do wear one, and you're just like, I'm in pain. Or after I'm like, hot. I'm like, hot. I'm in pain. In we were, I don't remember where Jamie and I went. We went somewhere, and it was, like, my first time wearing a bra. And I was like, I have to get home as soon as possible and take this bra off. Like, I can't fucking do it anymore. I love that idea. Just like, I have to get home now because of this bra situation. Yeah, it's just too much. It's like I've lived without it for so long. Oh, it's been so nice. It has really been nice. So, yeah, no night cream for me. Showering once a week. Yeah. Um, I'm wearing natural deodorant, so I'm a little bit moist. But yeah, or none at all, and then me realizing yeah. I smell really bad. Oh my gosh, my poor wife, God love her. She uh, she is very good about this, which I freaking love. It's the most amazing thing. Uh, every two weeks, every two weeks, wash and change the bed sheets, and so she put on new bed sheets. This one day, this was before I was wearing my natural deodorant, and she was like, "Yeah, can you not get in bed like that?" <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll shower. She's like, I've freshened everything yeah, up, like, Lily. The sheets are really clean right now, and you are not so much. And I know. Like, yeah, right. I'm filthy. Yeah. See, Jamie's like ex- extraordinarily clean, and I will change the sheets. And especially if the dogs get groomed, I change uh, the uh-huh. sheets while they're getting groomed. Mm-hmm. Do I shower that day? <laughs> no. You're like, I'm fine. Everybody else needs to be. Pristine. I happen to be the one changing the sheets, which has caused me to sweat profusely, which means I will be stinking up the bed to high heaven tonight. But all of you better smell fresh as daisies when you climb in. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, oh, man, that went faster than that did go faster. Yeah. I think we had a lot of a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, sorry, I hope we haven't completely grossed you out this episode, but you know And if we have, like you know, maybe your stomach needs to be a little tougher. Yeah. And hey, guess what? You don't have to smell us, so Yeah, and good thank God. <laughs> also, I've noticed since we've been talking about it, my underarms are itching. Oh. I'm like talking about it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh like, god, oh, I'm aware. Stop talking about me. Yeah, my underarms are like, uh, we're actually going to send you an SOS while you're talking about this just to let you know problems, problems, problems. Um, yeah, it's been it's been good catching up. Uh, we may have a new episode for you as early as tomorrow, and it may be next Tuesday. Um, yeah. Busy, busy week, crazy weekend. Say lovey. You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, It'll be up eventually. It'll be up eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get in touch with us if you'd like. We are uh, ShamePod 
on Twitter and the other socials. Mm-hmm. And then shamepod at gmail.com is our email address. So yeah. send us a lengthy email about how disgusting you are in COVID. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, send send us anything, really. Just send us uh, your brand new information, yes. and maybe we will talk about it. I mean, yes, if you have found more snack mysteries, we would love to hear about and, them. And, dear listener, if you, if you are a, a mover and a shaker and you know about BJ Novak sliding into the DMs Yikes. of creepy young girls... Um, I would be happy to keep you anonymous and further squash that horrible crush (laughs) and also, um, you know, gossip. So, (laughs) all right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we are happy to have you and, uh, we will see see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye.